Hey, Peter. Hey, Adam. How do we do a podcast without sounding like we're doing a podcast? Uh, well, we just act natural, act like we're ourselves, and pretend like we don't have these big microphones and headphones right in front of us. That's not possible. Okay. I'm Adam Ennis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. He pointed to the cameras for our listeners here. We are on YouTube. Let's not forget. We're on YouTube. And this camera over here, I like to say, that's PM camera right there. Where's the, uh, there's the AM. That's AM. My folks. And that's PM and AM all day right there, right that's in right. the middle. <laughs> I don't even know if people can see all three, but. I don't think they can. Okay, well. Uh, so we have a, a speak pipe here, and this is about playing the changes without sounding like you're playing the changes. This is from Mark. Let's check okay. it out. Hi, guys. I really enjoy your podcast. I had a question. Um, I've been playing jazz for a while, but I feel like I'm kind of in a rut. And I just was wondering if you guys had any uh, tips on playing through changes, even simple 2-5-1 changes, but playing the changes where they don't sound like you're playing the changes. <laughs> so, like, fluid playing through changes in a, in a fluid manner or maybe exercises that you guys tell your students or suggest to your students that help help them think about playing through changes but playing more melodically through changes, I guess. So I'm not sure if you guys have dealt with that question yet, but um, any advice you have would be really uh, welcome. Thanks again. Take care. It was like a question without being a question. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it was. It was a riddle ra- uh, wrapped in a conundrum. Kind I, of. I think I, I think I get the gist of what he's trying to say. I'm gonna take off these headphones. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Let's get comfortable. Uncomfortable. Man. Yeah, in the can't, pod cave. Can't Ooh. think about changes with Sony's. <laughs> First on. of all, what, let's just say what changes are. We can't make the assumption that everybody knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What that is? That um, actually, I don't know. What are changes? <laughs> <laughs> They're the core changes to a particular tune. Right. Or song that you're playing, and it's, it's usually, the same as the progression, right? It's the kind chord of, progression, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the map that jazz musicians follow, you know, as pianists when we comp or we solo. And uh, I, I believe what he was he's referring to is is there's a, a way of playing jazz, you know, usually steeped in the bebop tradition or the hard bop tradition, where you really are outlining the changes, and it sounds like you're playing changes. Yeah. And then there's a more modern way, and actually an older way, right, <laughs> on either sides of that, uh, where you kind of play through the changes, but you, you know, the, the harmony is less defined. There's less of a, of a cadence to it. And yeah. I think that should probably be where we start. We've talked about this a little bit before. I remember our buddy Rob Endicott asked a similar question about tunes that don't have a lot of changes yeah. or tunes with changes, making them sound like, like this, what he's talking about. And, and from what I remember, we've talked about this in the past. The first rule here is, you know, make the five one cadences mm-hmm. less obvious. Right, you know, yeah, because that's isn't that the strongest built-in yeah. uh, harmonic dr- drama that's already existing? That five to one, that five one will get you every time, and yeah. that is it's a certain sound and it's a strong sound, which is why it sounds so good and yeah. we, we like it so much. But if you're trying to be more melodic or or play through, so it doesn't sound like you're playing changes, the first way to do that is to get rid of that five one sound. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, because that's it's, it's just obvious and it's already there, yeah. and it's um, we're always I think you know, from a technical standpoint in terms of like the architecture of these actual progressions, we're always wanting to balance and think about and hear 
uh, melody, harmony, and rhythm. And so, of course, we're going to talk about how do you put together a melody that doesn't sound? I think that's the crux of the question is from a melodic standpoint. Right. But there's always the underlying harmony. Like he's talking about two, five, one, right. which is really just a big five, one, really totally, the, yeah. the, 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 the two and the five. Um, but I was just thinking that, you, you know, one of the, you said bebop and like that way of playing, but that can be a good example of where you think, oh, we're going to, sounds like you're running the changes, but the slick bebop players, you know, that actually invented it and even some players today that are well versed in it mess around with the timing a little bit and by timing I mean like if you have a two to a five to a one when the two's going say for four beats you're playing the two but maybe you start like halfway through the bar and then you get to the five and you're still playing the two yeah and then halfway through that bar, you start to play the five, and then you're on the one, but you're still playing play the, the five, five yeah. and then you resolve more like towards the end of it. So you can play more, like you still might use some alterations or whatever, but like you're clearly outlining the harmony of the chords, but you're playing around with the time, delaying them, anticipating them, whatever, yeah. and that can make it feel like you're not so linked up with the changes. You actually are, but you're, you're almost playing like with the space-time continuum. Ooh, I went deep. But yeah. um, I don't know. Do you ever do that? All the time, yeah, and okay. that's something that uh, I learned when I learned bebop is is that delay. You hear yep. that so often, uh, delay and sometimes anticipation yeah. by some of the greats. Um, I think if you if you want to see the best example of this, better than us just talking about, it, is check out the melody of Donnelly. Yeah, and then like really analyze that with what the changes are. You'll see the shifts, and then when and the whole thing is this is just like any kind of syncopation. This is like melodic syncopation. You got to always bring it back home at some point. It can't just be you're shifting, you're delaying, and whatever, and then you never line. It's got to line up at some point to give it that satisfied feeling. So if you analyze that melody, I think that'll take you far in this uh, kind of technique. Another thing you can do melodically is to find the common common tones between chords, no matter yeah. what the changes are. If you find those common, you know, if we're doing, again, a 2-5-1 in C, you know, if you hang out around that D for the whole chord progression, it's not going to sound like you're outlining the changes. It's, right. You're going to be making this melody around a specific tone that is relative to yeah. all the chords uh, available and the more you can do that especially when you get more complex chord changes yeah. the more it's going to sound like you're just playing a a succinct melody and less like you know g b d f e yeah. like the, the, you know less of that right right uh, and and i think in doing that and finding those common tones common tones that's what we call it yeah. right common tones between the chords that's going to keep you from running like like playing melodically in a way where you're just outlining the harmony individually that's exactly. going to afford because i mean if you can find a strong melody that you know even if it didn't if, if it included you know common tones but even left the harmony of where you're at you're going to pull it away from what the actual underlying harmony is and that's sort of the end result that you want. If if your melodies sound like they're only outlining harmony, yeah. you're bringing more attention to the progression of the chords, and that's something that we want more in the background. Yeah, I mean that's an that's example. what you don't want exactly. But something more like yeah, that doesn't define it as much. But all those tones are are common. Absolutely, yeah, good stuff. Kranich and Bach is not doing well. <laughs> Probably not going to last the winter. <laughs> Good. Um, and then just the concept, I think, uh, you know, to not sound like you're playing the changes 
is just choose really strong melodic content yeah. and, and and stretch that out over the chords. Yeah. I mean, if you do that, you can kind of get away with almost anything. Playing the key. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. And and the stronger your melodic stuff is, you can leave any of the chords. It's not even about finding a common. Totally. It's finding a common melody and then stretch that out over the changes and then just resolve it at some point. So I'm, you're totally leaving it. How many times in a gig do you make a melodic choice that you know is not going to fit inside the chord, but you're doing it because that's the right choice? I do it 10 melody. times per gig. Is that <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that a rhetorical question? Sorry. Is that your okay. cutoff? You're like, all right, that's my 10th time last yeah, time. Tenth. Yeah, I'm very strategic about it. <laughs> no, but it's, that's more coming from the heart, right? That's yeah. the melody from the heart. That's not being intellectual about it. And, and that's a key to this too. Yeah, and I think, you know, that leads to really a, a concept and sort of the, the, that you can work on to get better at this. And that is to learn the changes, learn the progression um, of actual tunes that are going to be made up of two five ones, of course, three six two, you know, all these one four movements. But learn the progression so well that you can forget about them and start to create these kind of melody. Because it's like you know, some people listen are going to be like, oh yeah, that's easy, create a great melody. That's not well. How do you do that? Yeah. The first thing is you got to know you have to be able to actually play the changes in a way that it sounds like you're playing yeah. the change before you can leave it. Like so, some people want to skip over that step. You got to do a lot of practice where you're just outlining the chords. Yeah, there's know? no getting around that part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that the more you do that because the whole thing is like it, and, it, and it's funny because i never used to understand this because i just didn't think it was possible and then all of us not all of a sudden it 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 did start happening i just didn't recognize exactly when i crossed over but the concept of like playing a tune when you're not thinking at all about where you are in the tune in terms of the chronology of it yeah. what the chord what the key anything yeah yeah i mean the big danger with that is you start thinking about man what am i gonna do after the gig and what's going on oh i gotta do this because you know it so well you know who you're just that? playing who yeah. is that over there <laughs> yeah yeah um so what it is is you take what you used to have to focus on knowing the tune, but you know it so well that you can just literally do it in your sleep. Yeah. And now you're putting your focus on just creating great melodies and then seeing where they lead to next. Yeah. As opposed to like where do they fit into That's the chords. The most exciting part about being a jazz musician, really. That's that right. part of it is the most exciting. I thought it was part. the fame and money, but so that's two and three. <laughs> that's just for famous jazz congressmen like yourself. <laughs> yes, that's right. Sorry, I'm, you're Call getting the session to order. Yeah, this is the last of the ribbing of the jazz congress. That's good. Oh, I hope not. I hope yeah. not. Um, well, good. Well, we hope we answered who, I'm sorry, who's that was Mark. Mark. Thank you, Mark, for the question. Um, and for, you know, for the, for the, for the, uh, voicemail speak pipe. We love these. This is old school. Where can folks uh, leave us a voicemail? Well, I don't, you could go anywhere, but your best place for us to hear it would be you'll hear it.com. Ah. And that's also a good place for what? Ratings and reviews. No, actually we don't do those things. Oh, well, <laughs> uh, to leave, no, you can leave us a written message as well. A written message? <laughs> like a comment. A did. typed message. <laughs> Have you been to youllhearit.com? No. I'm, I'm going to send you the link. You've never been? I've never been, man. <laughs> oh, man, it's cool. But you, those things, you can't do that. You don't leave a rating. Well, you could. You can leave a rating and review at youllhearit.com, right? No. you there's a oh, you got to go to uh, Apple Podcasts for that, man. Oh, I'm glad I asked. Or or um, Stitcher. Let me ask you this, though. Or YouTube. Can you get some kind of t-shirt at youllhearit.com? That you can do. Oh, okay. okay, that's good. After you name three things that you can't do at youllhearit, let's talk about things you can do. <sighs> Yeah, <laughs> you cannot do that at really? your dugout. Yeah, so no, leave us a rating review when you get a chance for the new year. Give us a little love on Apple Podcasts. Whew. Meet us in the YouTube comments. Adam has finally got on board with this. He I don't want to be there. He got the URL straight. His computer's working. He's got it plugged in. 
Uh, but it's a great place for uh, us to have. Some, well, really, what I'm interested in just kind of hearing about what you guys want to hear and what yeah. you think of the episodes and totally. a little bit of feedback. And um, I mean, like, for instance, this one, playing changes without sounding like you're playing the changes. Give us some ideas. Yeah. You know, don't just be taken from us and we give, 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 give back to us. Give and, me some ideas. No, in the 10 seconds. I'm I, sounding lame lately. In the 10 seconds I spent in the YouTube comments, I saw that it was <laughs> such a great place to leave us a, exactly. a, a request. So, yeah. yeah. yeah go ahead. Good. Well, uh, until tomorrow. You'll hear it. <laughs>